The real estate market is booming. Whether you look in the suburbs or the city, Chicago continues to expand, creating incredible opportunities for those in the know. We'll connect with Chicago's real estate moguls to bring you the wisdom and expertise to help make your next real estate move a lucrative one on the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. How are you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to the Real Estate Moguls Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Jessica Martini, real estate broker with the April Properties. Jessica, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It's wonderful to be here. It's a pleasure to get to know you uh, and talk more than just real estate, which we'll get into. But uh, for the sake of the podcast, you've been in real estate going on almost five years now, huh? Yes. Yep. Since January of 2018. So you joined right before you know the, the madness of 2020 found your way through it, and, yeah. and now you're here on the other side of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had like two solid years of, of sanity before 2020, and exactly, I'm on the other side of it now here with you. Yeah, no, awesome. Now, originally from Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me about where you grew up and how you got into real estate. Um, I grew up in Roscoe Village before it was really like a cute place to live. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was raised by a single mom, so we bounced around a little bit in the city. And um, then in high school, I was out in Park Ridge, moved back to the city. Now I live in the suburbs with my husband. And it was really our experience in purchasing our property that made me feel like this should just be done a little differently, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know, after we went under contract with What a nice her, way to put it, by the way. <laughs> it could have maybe been done a little bit different. I'm trying. Like, I changed my whole career because of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to be compassionate, I suppose. No, but yeah, sure. you know, we, after we went under contract and we were going through trying to close the property, our, we just felt like our agent pretty much vanished. Wow. And, um, you know, first time <laughs> home buyers this is the largest financial transaction that most people ever make in their lives. And I just felt like, how how could we not trust her? And how could she not be there for us to make sure that we felt good through the whole thing? It really felt like once she had that paper signed that, you know, she was, she was just like, I, yep, just like yep, smoke. Yep. So, um, I've always been the kind of person that loves to help other people. And I have always had sort of that entrepreneurial spirit, I suppose, and I just didn't really know where to land it. But after trying to purchase a home, I just kind of felt like this could be the great place for me because, you know, you want to help people do something that's a big deal to them. Yeah, for sure. And that there should be more trust and that this <clears throat> industry should have more of a sense of being a strategic investment partner with your client, right? Like, of course, we're, you know, everybody needs to pay their bills. But in when you're dealing with this kind of money, with these types of emotions and investments for people that are going to affect them in the long term for the future... I just felt like this woman should have had my back all day, yeah, right? 100%. And um, like I said, that's kind of always been a little bit, a lot of bit of who I am. And so it just seemed like a natural fit. For sure. Um, talk to me about really making that plunge. Because one of the things that we were talking about earlier is just how 
uh, from the time you felt your calling, right? Which I, I really think it, it was that, just pulling you know, at your heartstrings that this is somewhere you could find a place and, and to be of service of others. But that it took you a while to, to actually make the move into real estate, right? A few years. It did, yeah. I think it was about three, three or four years from the time that I we bought the house to the time that I decided to step into it because um, I was just too scared. I just... I had always, like I said, I'd always had an entrepreneurial spirit. I wanted to open, you know, different sorts of businesses and for whatever reason never did. But on top of that, I, when I thought about getting into real estate, I just thought to myself, well, how am I going to generate my own business? Who's even going to know? And like, why would anybody care? I guess, you know, and, um, so I had worked in corporate America for a long time. I was feeling lost. I didn't know what I was doing with myself. I'd already graduated with a degree in psychology. I was not going back to school. <laughs> I had already made that decision. Um, but I just knew that I had something more to offer. And um, I actually ended up getting into yoga teacher training. During with, that time, right? Before even the real estate or anything else, right? Yes. Yeah. While I was in corporate America. And, um, and that I, was yoga something that you were like passionate about up to that point? No, actually, that's another sort of funny thing, I suppose. So um, I had taken my first yoga class in February of, I think it was 2011. And um, I got into teacher training like that May. Oh, right. <laughs> like, I love this. It was actually kind of funny because there were other women in my group and they were all like, I've been practicing for 10 years and I feel like I'm finally ready. And I was like, I've been doing this for like three months, weeks, yeah. but I just know that there's something in me that is feeling drawn to this. And yeah. I, I didn't even know why I did it really, because I knew that I would not, well, it was unlikely that I would make the money that I wanted to make teaching yoga, you know, it's a, like you weren't a pr- pursuing a career in this. Correct. Right. And, but just something told me to go for it and do it. And, and in that process, I got my 250 hour, that's like the baseline. Mm-hmm. And I started teaching and I've been teaching for seven years and I just completed my 500 hour actually. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and, but really it's, it, it, that was the foundation that those, the, the very grounded, philosophies in yoga are what were kind of like my mental bedrock to help me develop my sense of confidence and that I could do that and, um, you know, kind of help balance out those, the anxiety and the fear versus the like, no, you got to chase your dreams. You got to go for it. And like I said, at the time I was working a job in a corporate a company that I was miserable in, and I didn't know where I was going. And so we bought our house, and I left, and I went back to hospitality, which was my, so my background is all sales and hospitality. Mm-hmm. So I went back to hospitality, and I did that for a few years, and also realized that I still didn't know where I was going. And then um, I really feel like real estate found me. Um, I was at the place I was working for at the time. And the owner was just talking to somebody else Mm. about how his wife's real estate team was growing and they needed more people. And I was like, I have always been interested in this. I've just (laughs) never known what to do. Yeah. And he's like, oh my gosh, my wife will teach you everything you need to know. I met with her. I sat and took my test. 
I joined the team she was on at the time, and we are still like best friends. Like we still work together at another brokerage uh, for ourselves. But um, I mean, really, I think if you're an entrepreneur, you've got to of any kind, right? Yeah. You've got to have a mindset about you that helps you ride the waves of uncertainty because they are certainly there. And um, yeah, yoga is my my little inner. I don't even want to call it a side hustle because it's not about a hustle, but it's that it's Your that thing that project. keeps me, yeah, my passion project. It's that thing that keeps me grounded so that I can really do, be of service to others um, in very important and financial ways. And, and, <laughs> and what could be more important for people going through a, a home purchase or selling their home or just a transition, right? And so many elements of everything you just described seem like... You're a great partner for that, where not only are you talking about these career moves and just, you know, that, but you've been through the home buying process. You know what it's like to be on the other side of not getting good service, right? Um, but then also the yoga part and, and just managing emotions, expectations, and you know, finding peace through it all, right? What have you found to be the greatest? Um, I mean, well, let's go back for a second, because before we get into the, the, the things that make you great or what you do, that overcoming piece of actually going into it and overcoming the fear of it. Talk to me about making the decision and then just kind of the emotions behind it and, and, and those first few, whatever it may be, you know, weeks, months that you started. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That I'm going to try and um, put this in a nutshell as much as possible. It's like <laughs> a big question. and I love it. Um, so I so real estate is a second career for most people, yeah. right? Myself included. And so I actually worked three jobs, including teaching yoga as I was getting my feet wet into real estate in 2018. Yeah. Um, at a certain point in 2018, I was able to leave um, and just focus fully on real estate, but I was in a position where I was getting paid as well because I was on a team, hmm. right? So in 2019, that's when I really left and took the leap and it was like full-blown entrepreneurship, no more paychecks, fully self-generated income. And it was because, again, just... I've had these moments in life, I suppose, where I realize that I just cannot stay here, right? I just, hey, you get that sense of being uncomfortable and the Monday dread. <laughs> I hated the Monday dread, you know, like on Sunday night sitting there going, oh my gosh, Monday is tomorrow. Um, and so my husband's cousin reached out to me at a certain point and said, we want you to be our agent. We want you to help us sell and buy property. Um, and I knew that she was going to move. She's a very type A person. <laughs> so she was reaching out. She was ready to go, you know. And um, I just knew that that was my chance to just throw myself into it. And, um, you know, so I had talked with my husband about it. It was a big deal. Um, we actually pulled money out of our 401ks to do this. I mean, like we wow. had money saved, but we took some out because we're like, okay, we're still young enough. Like we believe in ourselves. Um, my husband was coincidentally starting his own business. Oh, no way. Oh my gosh, that's a whole other story. But um, we, we really just... Um, I read a lot of mindset books. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, because self-development is a huge part of your everyday life. It's all in your head. Yeah. <laughs> it's all in your head. And that's where it all starts, you know? Yeah. And there was just something inside of me that kept telling me to go for it. And I've learned now that when I'm a little, 
afraid and a little excited, <laughs> or maybe a lot of both, <clears throat> that that's usually when the great, what, like that's the way to go, right? It's the not path just of like, yeah, yeah, because it's all only scary because you don't know when to expect or how it's going to unfold or how it's going to progress. But, you know, when we continue to deny that part of ourselves that's saying, go for it, go for it, you know, I just, I couldn't, you know, and, and I, I know, you know, people older than me that, and it's like, I just didn't want to have those regrets. And there was just something, and I have a supportive partner. Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> his, it, you know, if he was fighting me, it would have been very hard. Yeah. Um, but we just had that moment where it was like, okay, we don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to, we're going to take the plunge. And, and 2019, um, I my my first year in real estate alone, I did four million dollars in volume. Wow! I was so not expecting that. Really? <laughs> it was like the doors just opened somehow. You know, like I took the leap. I I changed brokerages. Uh, I joined a brokerage, Deepwell Properties, that I feel is so supportive and fertile ground for help and support and growth which real estate is not commonly known for. Right, right, no. <laughs> right? Most people know that real estate is a struggle and it's a grind and you got to figure it out. It's a little more cutthroat, right, than most? It, it is that too, right? Yeah, so, yeah. but I, you know, I, I just love my brokerage because I really feel like I could have done well where I was, but I feel like I did what I did that year because mm -hmm. I had support. And so, I don't know, just kind of like what goes around comes around. For sure. And you're putting good stuff out there. And that's, you know, yeah. kind of the second part of that question too is just how you've really stepped into your own, um, and I, I would assume more as of late, right? But that all these experiences that you've had that really translate into a better experience for your clients. Just tell me how you incorporate those, those all of those things, right? That make you, you, both from the yoga perspective, but just that level of service that you provide your clients that I'm sure goes above and beyond just being the transaction that it sounds like you're really coaching, you really wanted to be there for them and be that support for them. A hundred percent. And it really is about the relationship and and cultivating that because like i said for most people buying or selling a home is the largest financial transaction that they will ever ever make yeah. in their lives and they don't do this every day yeah. you know people who are real estate investors they do it every day yeah. so you know regardless of who it is that i'm working with i can be working with C-suite executives, I can be working with 25-year-old first-time home buyers. People want to feel like they are they can trust the person that is guiding them through the process. I think fundamentally when we're doing something new, we always want to feel like there's a firm hand on the wheel, right? That yeah. like we're being led in a way that is supportive and towards our best interests. You know, my conversation with that C-suite exec is not going to be the same as it is with the 25-year-old first-time buyer, right? The first-time buyers don't even know what they're looking at. Yeah. You know, the C-suite exec maybe owns three to five properties, but this is not the day in and out for them, yeah. you know? so And they're not going to be as stressed about those things just because they've been down that road before. Correct, right? Yeah. right? So I think emotional intelligence is so, so essential. Um you know, I mean, I'm sure that there are those people that are out there that are very, it like 
clients, if you will, that are very transactional. They're like, I don't need you to be my best friend. I don't want to, you know, whatever. I like, know what just, I need. Just, please just help me do with this, that. Yep. right? Yep. Yep. And and there are there are consumers who will be transactional. Yep. In my experience, the majority of people want to know that whoever they're working with is really invested, and they know, you know, Tony's specific circumstances next to, you know. Whoever. John's or yeah. whoever else, right? And and that no matter how many clients you're working with, that they receive treatment like they're the only one. Yeah. You know? And and it's just I have always I've always been that person, even as a bartender. <laughs> you could talk to my my old bosses and my colleagues and they will tell you that I never made anybody wait for anything. You know, I was always wanted to make sure everybody was taken care of, had their needs met. So maybe it's just a character aspect of myself, I suppose, but it just translates into everything that I do. You know, when I was in sales, when I was in hospitality, as a yoga teacher, as a realtor, and as a mentor, I mentor new agents. Like I just well, it's like you said, I mean, before we jump on the mic, that you just have a natural tendency to want to help others. And so, you know, it's obviously going to translate to whatever experience you're doing. Um, but that's awesome. I think there, need to be, there needs to be more of that, right? We're all yeah. trying to figure it out. So, 100%. you know, helping 100%. hands. <laughs> Tell me about the way that um, you're branding and marketing yourself. Because I know um, one of the things that we had talked about, well, just in terms of your yoga and your passion for it, right? But that you don't want to be confused as being this just a yoga instructor, right? Or that you're not as committed to real estate, you know, but it's such a huge part of who you are that I'm sure if people knew that about you, um, it'd only be a benefit, right? But how have you navigated that? How How is that changing for you, right? Uh, yeah. From where you kind of put the kibosh on advertising or, or promoting the fact that, or just making it known that you're this yoga instructor. But yeah, tell me about the, the branding, the marketing, um, and, and kind of where it's been and where you see it going. That's such an interesting question. So um, I really appreciate you asking that. Um, I, so I was a yoga teacher first, as I've mentioned, and I would put out things here and there just to let people know. But once I really got serious and fully self-employed as a realtor, something said to me that, you know, because it is such an image driven industry, um, that I had to let people know that I was fully invested as an agent. You know, nobody wants to do the largest transaction of their life with someone who is a part-time agent. And um, I was, I had concerns also because, you know, sometimes there can be some stigma around yoga that it's just all like, just let like it tree, out and tree hugging deep hippies and, and yeah, yeah, you know, light and airy. Yeah. And it is certainly those things, yeah. right? But um, the most experienced yogis I've ever known are very deep and grounded individuals. They are feet on the earth. And it's because of these philosophies and, you know, it yoga, you know, the poses of yoga are just the tip of the iceberg, right? That's really not what it's about. So when you really kind of live go into this way of living, it helps keep you grounded. It helps you regulate and notice where you are so that you can keep moving forward towards your goals instead of running away into your fear, right? Into our fear that we all have. Um, And it really is the bedrock that has given me the confidence to 
work for myself. Yeah. Because when you generate your own income, you don't know, you don't know <laughs> where it's coming from, when it will come next. You know, you close your deal and you're like, woohoo. And then it's like, wait, <laughs> now I got to go close more deals. Right. Yep, so, yep. um, so I, I didn't, I shied have not, I shouldn't even say shied away. I have not really promoted the yoga aspect of myself online in the last three years because I just wanted people that, especially people that did not know me, right? right because right. we're all searching each other on social media um, to know that like I am 100%, this is what I eat, sleep and breathe. This is my day in and out. This is where my head is, yep. right? Um, but now I feel like I've kind of made that point. <laughs> if you look at my socials, I think it's pretty clear that I'm very fully invested as a realtor and committed to what I do. Um, and so I guess I feel a little safer now sharing that this aspect of myself that is also me, right? And um, do you find yourself incorporating that now, like as, as much as it is that you're a realtor, you're a realtor that is passionate about yoga, or is it still like two very distinct things that, um, as you share it, you want to make the distinction? You know, it's never been in, in for me in my mind, it's never been <clears throat> a. A difference. Right. No, right. right? But in your um, marketing. But in my marketing, right? And so I think I, I you know, I, start, I can't say with 100% certainty, but where my brain is kind of wandering at this moment is that it's okay and that I should be talking about the workshops that I teach and the events that I might host and to um, make that a way that people can just understand more of who I am and where I come from and, and how I operate, right? I'm not going to be everybody's yoga teacher. I'm not going to be everybody's realtor. But by being authentic to who I really am, I know that I will attract the people that want to be around that and that I will keep the people that don't want to be around <laughs> that from coming to me, which I am also grateful for. A hundred percent. It's just as important, right? Yes. I mean, I think it's that karma, you know, putting that out there. You're putting good energy out there. You're focusing on yourself in terms of your development. Um, all good vibes. Now, <clears throat> people want to know more about you, follow you, support you. Uh, how can they find you on, on social media? I'm on Facebook at Jessica Martini Real Estate, Instagram at Just Moves You, and LinkedIn at Jessica Martini. Perfect. Well, on that, I want to thank you for coming in and just sharing you know, a little bit about you, your story, and, and being a part of the community that is focusing on more than just real estate within the real estate industry. Thank you so much. It's been 100% my pleasure. And thank you for creating a forum that allows people to share all the facets of who they are. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs>